So you've got interest rates is one leg. You've got home prices are another leg. And now all of a sudden you've got increased insurance premiums that are rolling on across the country. Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina is consistently named one of the fastest growing areas in the country and one of the best areas for families. We cover everything real estate, recreation, restaurants, and just what makes Raleigh-Durham a great place to live. This is the RDU Buzz Podcast. All right, we are live. It's another Thursday. Welcome to uh, the RDU Buzz, where we talk all things uh, real estate, recreation, restaurants, basically life in the Raleigh-Durham area. So uh, joined again by with Cindy. Hello, everybody. Yeah. So last week, uh, Cindy had a really good idea. I I actually, it went really well because I always ask people to put into the comments where you are joining from. And Cindy had a good idea of essentially turning that into a game. So put in the comments where you are joining from to see who the furthest person away is. So yeah. make sure to add in the comments where you're joining from. But we've got a lot of, I think, a lot of really interesting topics uh, this week. Yeah. Um, one and, that's gonna make people who live here a little angry. Yeah, and and and, well, and across the country, really. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. To be fair, um, to be fair, this is this is uh gonna be a, a nationwide a nationwide issue that, that that we'll start with. But obviously, it impacts the local the local folks as well. So we'll get into that. Um, next level joining from Raleigh. Happy to happy to have you. Next level got. Miss Tenacious joining from California. California. Nice. Nice from the emojis. It looks like it might be warm and sunny there. So if it is, I'm I'm very jealous. Yeah. So yeah, me too. It's been torrential downpouring here this week. So it's, it's so cold. I could use some some sun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll dig right in, y'all. Um, and uh, as folks are showing up, make sure to put in the comments where you're joining from. So um, so the first thing we want to talk about tonight is the insurance increase that is had that has been proposed i'm going to pull up a a chart that i want to share um here we go and i'm going to start with this one so for those of you who don't know there was a there is a proposed insurance increase um for basically all the counties within north carolina i think the the average is roughly 42 42 percent um that is going to vary significantly based on where you are in north carolina so for those who are in the triangle specifically i'll scroll down here so you can see on this chart cities of durham raleigh durham and wake county it's a proposed 39.8 percent increase on your insurance premium your home insurance which is significant a small amount you know it's going to be felt significantly whenever that does go into effect for sure. Yeah. And to be fair, it, your insurance is not going to increase 40%. This isn't going to become a reality. This has to go through certain channels at the state level. The state can renegotiate those terms and then you'll have, you will have an increased rate. It's not going to be 40% like this is showing. Yeah, I'm really glad that the state has some say in things cuz uh hopefully they're going to Yeah, which is know, really interesting because help us out here cuz that is a lot and then if you looked closer to like the top of the chart, um the poor people at the coast up here, a 99.4% yeah, like Yeah, in that's Brunswick, crazy. and their Hanover, insurance is Pender already County. 
yeah. already high up there on the beachfront properties. So exactly. to have that big of an yeah. increase would be essentially, significant. Yeah, essentially doubling doubling in price for them. But again, this isn't this isn't going to become reality. So you do have you do have Durham and Raleigh at a proposed thirty nine point eight percent. Chatham and Orange County, which um, are on the west side of the triangle, are a at a twenty five percent. Um, proposed increase for your home, uh, your homeowner's insurance. So why is this happening? Um, I think that's the, that's probably one of the, one of the major questions. Why, why are they proposing this? And before we get into that, I do want to talk about in, I think it was in 2020. The the, the reason I say this proposed um, rate increase is not going to happen in 2020 they proposed a rate increase, I think, of 24%, and the state negotiated them down to a 7% increase, which is yeah. still obviously substantial. Um, but it's 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 an increase is coming. It's just not going to be that level of an increase. But why is this happening? So a lot of it has to do, obviously, with these companies. They're for-profit companies. For sure. They got to make a profit. Business or um, business costs have gone up. Building costs have gone up. And so yeah. all of that impacts their their bottom line. So that I mean, that is some of that. Um, then you also have just an increase um, in what they call um, uh threats or, or vulnerable areas to 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 natural disasters. So there's this interesting chart. So uh, Lance Lambert, he used to work for Fortune um, Fortune Magazine. He actually may still work there, but he created his own company called Resi Club. He's got a ton of great data on there. But he put together these really interesting um, charts on here, just talking about places that are primed for insurance corrections is the way is the way he phrased it. So you've got places that are primed for it uh, due to fire risks. Obviously, a lot of the West, Southwest region, Right. And there, which I know, Miss Tenacious, you can probably talk about this, but um, or, or, or speak on this. But I know I think it was in. In April of this past year where State Farm pulled out of California as far as writing new policies in California. That's crazy. Um, that's that's kind of scary to think, because it's like if other companies had followed suit, what happens to homeowners in a place like that? Yeah. Yeah. And so. um so it's definitely, I mean, I mean, you, you, you have situations like that, that, that are occurring. I don't, I don't think they, they didn't dump the policies that they had. They were just, I think, refusing to new. write, yeah, write yeah, new ones. Right, right, right. Um, and so that's showing up in these areas over here um, due to fire risk. But then you look at wind risk that could potentially cause an insurance correction. And this is us, right? So you kind of zoom in. Actually, I don't know if it's going to let me zoom in sometimes, sometimes on these, on these calls it doesn't let me but basically you have the eastern part of north carolina which is right about where right about where where we are so some of our counties are on here you see florida some of the highest and craziest insurance premiums out there are in florida yeah florida's crazy and i feel like this is nothing new for florida because every time we work with clients that are moving up from florida they have so many questions about insurance and yeah. i've always been like what are, what are you talking about like these like rates just constantly feels like yeah. for them is like always doubling. So, um, yeah. you know, I guess we're lucky that this is one of the, you know, and of course we don't know what the total is going to be at the, after the state kind of approves everything, but definitely 
it's definitely a different life. Yeah. And we're not quite as far east as that green is going. We're a little more centrally located. Yeah. Yeah. We're a little bit further in. in. It It is. It is creeping in. And so, but you know, this just shows like, this isn't a, this isn't a local problem that we're dealing with here. This is, this is a nationwide problem. You've got most of the Eastern coast on this down into Texas up here. You've got most of the West dealing with their own issues. Right. Um, and then the 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 flood one's actually relatively not not terrible, um, which is which is kind of nice. So, um, but one one fascinating thing, and I, I was actually I was listening to um, the 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 individual that made these maps, Lance Leber, and he was talking about how this will impact the housing market, and he essentially referred to this almost as like the third leg when you talk about um, a, a, a market where affordability is being hit. So you've got interest rates is one leg. You've got home prices are another leg. And now all of a sudden you've got increased insurance premiums that are rolling on across the country that are going to impact. And he he mentioned, I thought this was actually a good point. This is really the only one that will impact homeowners. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause everything else is kind of being more if like, if you're on the buying side yeah. you're selling, but if this is like going to impact current people and you know, even if you've already locked into your interest rate and your everything, you know, your payment's going to go up from a monthly perspective. So, yeah. and then the poor buyers that are out there, you know, it's like, oh, finally getting a little relief on the interest rate side and now, bam, getting hit with this. So I feel like yeah. it's it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah, yeah. Miss Tenacious actually, uh, she chimed in and said, I'm in um, Northern California. Yes, State Farm is canceling policies for some customers. I don't have them. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just wild. So hopefully it doesn't get to that level. I'm not aware of anything like that happening in North Carolina, but obviously we are facing, you know, not the fire risk or anything that the that, that, that California has, but as far as, you know, insurance issues where premiums are increasing, um, significantly, we're, we'll be facing that here. But again, it's right. not going to be, it's not going to be 40% in the triangle. Yeah. It, it'll be something, but it won't be that high. Yeah. Hopefully Hopefully it'll be like four. Yeah. Four. <laughs> That's probably unrealistic. <laughs> it will not we'll be. Take, it'll be higher than four. I I'm can, rooting for four. I, it will be yeah. higher than four. And welcome, Sarah, from Mevin and Sky from Northern Virginia. Thanks for joining in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we oh, got Stephen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Stephen from, from Fayetteville joining in. Yeah, Sky said, uh, uh, joining from Northern Virginia, looking to relocate to the Robin Dura area, possibly Apex, Cary, or Holly Springs. Those are all awesome areas for so sure. um and appreciate the kind words so much knowledge on this channel i really appreciate that so thank you so much um yeah but anyway well, i i would love to know y'all's thoughts on this insurance um issue because you know I, I i was reading some of the local i was watching some of the local news channels and, and some of the videos they were pointing out um and there was a lot of um strong opinions on this as as there as there should be and there yeah. there, there there are ways so if 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 you're here in north carolina um there are ways to voice your opinion on that um there's different hearings i believe there there's a hearing that will come up later uh later this month where you can voice your opinion i think you can obviously email that in um to the the i think it's i think it's roles the insurance commissioner um but uh so you can voice your opinion on this and be heard on it um but um miss tenacious so I currently pay six eighteen per year for homeowners insurance. I don't live in a flood zone, so I have. Okay. Oh yeah. wow, that's pretty low. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 really that's really reasonable. Um, 
So, and then I know uh, you uh, mentioned Sarah joining from Mebbin. We are going to talk about Bucky's. So I'd love to know. Um, in a little yes. bit later, we'll we'll, we'll we'll talk about Bucky's. I'd <laughs> I'd love to know yeah. y'all's uh, y'all's thoughts yeah. on on this. And so. explore Mebbin. NC just moved here from Southern California a couple years ago, and their rates were increasing at that point in time. Their family's came, uh, policy oh was canceled and had to scramble. Wow, that that wow. sounds really scary because I does. remember like I mean, that's terrifying. You know, when you're before we got into real estate and we were like in between some different jobs. You know that where I used to be a teacher, and so the state had covered my health insurance, and then between you know one school to another, there was like this gap in the insurance coverage, and so that was kind of a startling scary feeling so i'm sure it feels the same with home insurance you're just like yeah, hope nothing imagine. happens in the in-between you know yeah yeah wow well thanks for thanks yeah. for sharing that um so yeah 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 would love um if y'all got thoughts on it make sure to put them in i'd, I'd love to know y'all's thoughts so. yeah and what you think the realistic number might be you know if this is a proposed uh 39.8 percent what do you think it actually might become yeah well you know if they if in 2020 it was proposed to be um, I think 20, 24%, they negotiated down to seven. So I would, I would still prepare. I mean, the kind of the difference in that is I, that's like what a third basically ish ish. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Um, but it'll definitely, an increase is definitely coming. So we got Heather, uh, from Scotland. Wow. Heather is Very the winner cool. so far and the yeah. farthest away. <laughs> my dad lives in Goldsboro. State Farm canceled his home insurance. Oh my, he had to hurry. oh my goodness. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. In Goldsboro, North Carolina. Interesting. Yeah. Haven't wow. heard of that anywhere around us, but that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, um, so moving on to, we're going to get into some interesting, um, uh, migration trends going on in the country. So, um, Open Door, which, um, so if, if you don't know what Open Door is, they are a, um, there was called an iBuying company, which is essentially like a tech company that purchases homes in cash and then sells those homes. Um, and they, they say that they're not a flipping company, but that's pretty that's much pretty much the definition but the, of flipping. I guess, but yeah, yeah. I feel like their version of flipping wrong, though, is that they're not doing mind. like, like rehab door, projects. But, like they're not looking yeah. for like a rehab project. They just want to look for people who don't have an interest in like putting their home on the market. Yeah. So they just pay them cash directly yeah. at a lower There's rate. There's great and they scenarios charge, to use them. Yeah, sometimes it's convenient, but they definitely you definitely can lose out on quite a bit of money with the amount of fees and then just the lower cost um, of buying. But, you know, there are times that it's nice. Like if I inherited a house with a bunch of siblings, I feel like Open Door would be like a nice way to do it where it's just maybe like quicker um less paperwork and things like that so there are good times for it but they do purchase homes in the triangle area they're not nationwide they have several mm -hmm. i mean they're across the nation but they're not in like every single market so yeah exactly um but they put out a report for 2023's hottest zip codes um and this was really interesting because two of the zip codes on the list were right here in in the triangle yeah it's crazy um, and, yeah. and you know they don't do they don't purchase homes across all 50 states so i think the ones they purchase in are all in blue on this um, map here yeah yeah and they um but one one crazy thing so if you're looking if you're looking at this list out of the top 10 seven seven of the zip codes were in texas which is just wild and we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get to texas here in a minute when we move to the u-haul migration trends which are also really fascinating but um, North Carolina, we had um, the actually 
there were just two cities in North Carolina that showed up on it. Both were here in the triangle for the hottest zip codes 2023. One was Wake Forest. And which you don't, if you don't know where Wake Forest is, it's on, it's on the northeastern side of, of Raleigh. Yeah. And then you have Fuquay Verena, yeah. which is on the southwest side of Raleigh. Yeah. Both kind of like suburbs of the Raleigh area, but both definitely have their own feel to them. Um, you know, Wake Forest is a really lovely area. Um, Zach actually lived there right before we got married. And so yep. it's since since the time of like us always being in Wake Forest, um, you know, every time we travel in for work, it's just crazy to see how much development is there. And same for Fuquay. I mean, growing up, nobody, you know, Fuquay was just like farmland, you know, there was yeah. nothing out there. Now, when we go out there, it's just so much new construction happening in the Fuquay area. So it's not super surprising and a lot of new construction happening in Wake Forest. So not super surprising to see, you know, not open door doesn't do new construction, but it just gives you an idea of like, where people are looking to move to. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, when when I saw this list, it, di it didn't surprise me at all because, I mean, when, when I look at our business, there's, I mean, there's a substantial amount that comes from Wake Forest and Fuquay. And so those are just really, really popular areas. It actually, it would have been, I didn't do it. I should have, I should have run numbers on what percentage of homes from last year were Wake Forest in Fuquay that we sold the, yeah, yeah that, that, that we sold just out of curiosity but the, yeah. those are I mean there's there, there's a lot of folks who Wake Forest and Fuquay may not be on the top of the list when you start maybe like a Cary or an Apex or High Springs because those are just areas that you are familiar with looking at from afar they've got a really good reputation but then you get here and you realize what Fuquay and Wake Forest offer and how far your dollar can stretch in those areas for sure compared and, to carry yeah. yeah a lot a lot further and still has a lot of nice amenities in both you know yeah, so exactly. and not far to just drive into carrier apex if you enjoy certain things that are there but yeah. yeah i mean definitely still feel distinctively different yet very similar <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but yeah i was um i was happy i was happy to see wake forest and and, and fuquay on there i was just happy to see the triangle on there as, as as some of the hottest zip codes i think that's pretty that's pretty neat yes uh, yeah. And the reason uh, Miss Tenacia asked why Wake Forest seems less expensive. I, I mean, I think it's just it, uh, my guess would be the location, you know, it's, yep, it's I would agree. on the northeast side of the triangle. And so you still have very easy access to Raleigh, but it can feel a little harder to get to places like south of Raleigh because it's just very far north. And so yeah. if you don't need to get south on the south side of Raleigh or south of Raleigh, it's a great place to live. It kind of hugs um, like Durham and Raleigh on the other side. Yeah, but it's still um, pretty far. From, I mean, you're, you're yeah. a 40, 45 minute drive. Yeah, 40 minutes from Durham. From Durham so and like, pretty far I mean, it depends there. on, you know, you could be 10 minutes from North Raleigh in some parts of Wake Forest or 20, you know, it just depends on where you're at in Wake Forest. But that would be my guess as to why, you know, it's not like a bargain area. Like there's yeah. still, you know, I think Fuquay is going to be more affordable than Wake Forest is when we talk about these two places, but it's still going to be, you know, cheaper than somewhere like Cary. Yeah, exactly. No, I think, I think it's one, excuse me, I think it's 100% tied to, uh, to distance. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a great, Wake Forest definitely feels more developed, I think, than Fuquay does, um, which depending on what your priorities are, that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. So we've got quite a few more folks oh, coming hi, in. Hi, Shanna. Shanna from Nashville. Shanna's one of my old friends. Good to see you here. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, uh, 
let me see got uh tanner from rochester new york nice um and rj even everyone hope to move back to uh north carolina very nice. cool from hillsboro yeah. So it's changed quite a bit. Yes, it definitely has. I went to um, yeah. Orange High School growing up in Hillsboro, and it's definitely changed a lot. And yeah, that, I mean, not that I like just graduated yesterday, but um, you know, just in that amount of time, it's changed quite a bit. So I'm sure it looks a little different, but I feel like downtown still feels almost the same, which is nice. It's got the cutest downtown. Yeah, yeah, that is one of the one of the things about Hillsboro. It's it it feels it. I I, I think it still feels rural it's still got that like quaint downtown um yeah. i think hillsboro it's not immune to the change but it's 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 been at a slower pace than other areas which is kind of kind of nice in a way yeah so, definitely yeah very cool well um so u-haul puts out kind of in this in this same um same category u-haul which is the 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 company you rent trucks from and trailers from and all that kind of stuff moving moving vehicles they put out a um a study at the end of each year uh that is essentially going over where the most where they saw the most moving happen away from and to yeah and so um north carolina and i'll share this screen here north carolina um Oh, cool. RJ went to Orange High. Nice. That's really cool. Wow. Okay, what, a, what a small world. Yeah. <laughs> what a small world. Um, that's really cool. So North Carolina was number three on the list as far as states that received the most people. Um, Florida was number two. Texas was number one. And if you look at the if you look at the census data, it lines up directly with this. Yeah, which um, is really cool because I know another moving company, I cannot think of the name of it right now, also released a study and it was a little bit flop, but I think they must not do as much like nationwide moving. So I think I trust you haul a little more. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's, I mean, it's really, it's really interesting. Texas, number one, Florida, number two, North Carolina, number three, South Carolina, number four. I mean, South Carolina yeah. is another area that's really blowing up like yeah. Charleston, um, Greenville, um, Tennessee's on there. So I, I mean, the, yeah. the Southeast is, is, um, dominating. Yeah. yeah when five. it comes to, when it comes to, 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 to gaining, yeah. gaining folks. But I think with, with the census data, I'm not going to remember all of it off the top of my head, but the, um, Texas was number one, Florida, number two, North Carolina, number three, as far as the, the, the amount of people coming in when it, when it, you broke it down to percentage gained based on the population of the state, North Carolina fell, I think to like ninth, um, Texas was still one. Florida was still two. There's just so many people moving to, to, to those areas, but yeah, for sure. So it was pretty cool to see that line up. And then they also, which I think in, in some ways is even more helpful. They broke it down by city. So what cities are gaining the most, um, and the only city that showed up on here in our area was Wake Forest, Goes which, right back with which that really other, shocked with me, honestly. Study. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it lines up with, with the open door, yeah. with the open door study, but I would have assumed to see something like Raleigh or Cary, yeah. um, or Durham. I don't know. One of the major, one of the major areas, um, here, but Wake Forest yeah. was on the list. I mean, there was a lot of new construction in Wake There's Forest last year, so amount. I feel like that. Not that people that already live here don't buy new construction, but I feel like when you're on the outside and maybe you're buying remotely, sometimes new construction feels a lot easier and there was just a high amount of it. So yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. And, um, the only, the only other area in North Carolina that made that list as far as, uh, 
cities go was uh, was Wilmington, uh, which is down towards the coast. And Wilmington's yeah. been an area where there's been a significant amount of growth heading towards. So yeah, and I think Charlotte was on the list too, actually ahead of Wake Forest. I think it was, was it? Oh yeah, seven. Charlotte was. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Charlotte was number seven. Um, so yeah, the 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 Charlotte region's growing substantially as well. It was just I a Wake Forest on this list kind of caught me off guard. I could yeah. see it on the zip code list, but on the on the cities that people are moving to the most to see Wake Forest listed with like Charlotte and Austin, Texas and Charleston. I mean, that's right. um, that yeah. kind of that kind of surprised me. Yeah, because there's some really big cities on this list. I mean, Dallas, some, some Austin. Yeah, yeah you have I little mean, tiny Wake and then Forest. you have Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, for sure. It is surprising. Yeah. Looks like uh, RJ uh, is living in Tennessee now. So, nice. um, yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, um, so I wanted to bring it. There's a there's a park that Raleigh announced. Actually, they they announced it a while ago. Um, it's going to be. Let me see. Um, it's actually in there. There, there was a, a little bit of fascinating history on on this park as I was yeah. kind of looking and it's it up. It's going to be called Devereaux Meadow. I think that's part. I don't think that's the name oh, of the park. The well, that was the name of the baseball stadium. Yeah. Anyway. So that so where this park is, there's there used to be a baseball stadium back in the in the 30s that was large enough, and I, it wasn't very large. Yeah. Just looking at the photos of it, but it could house a third of Raleigh's citizens, which is just wild. That. Yeah. Like because the pictures of it, it looks probably smaller than the Durham Bulls stadium. Yeah. And you know that gets like completely full yeah. on a regular yeah, this, basis, and it's yeah, this stadium not that here. Many people. Yeah, they, 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 it was um, right here. Built in the 1930s, it once held a third of Raleigh's population, um, which is just wild. But anyway, so this is the area where 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 this park is going to go. It do, it does not it does not look like that. Um, no, it nowadays. looks terrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, I'll pull it up here. Actually, it was right. Yeah. Here right we there. go. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be a 14 acre park. Um, they are going to th this little white line essentially that goes around the park is is where it's going to be so those of you who yeah. are local to the area you probably know exactly where this is there's um this is a road called capitol boulevard it goes from wake forest right into the heart of raleigh i think it is the worst road yeah I in feel the like triangle this photo is deceiving of traffic it on is it is um sometimes it does look <laughs> this like this photo though. must have been taken at 5 a.m maybe <laughs> it's way too light for it i'm kidding yeah I'm um it's not always but, that bad no 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 but but this so 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 this isn't too far once you you literally you exit downtown and you get to this point in capitol boulevard um so this is like right. I mean, technically, you probably still could call this downtown. It's like right there on the verge right, of it. Right. Um, but this basically sea of pavement here yeah. is going it's to just become like some old abandoned warehouses. Yeah, it's going to become a 14 acre park, which I think I think is wonderful. I think I think anytime the city can take something that looks like this and turn it into into a park is really is really cool. Right. Yeah, it's, they're not like destroying green space to make yeah. another park. So it's really cool. They're actually taking non-green space and turning it into green space, which is cool. But the most interesting thing about it is that there was this old like waterway system that somehow I guess is like buried at this well, point. Part, part of is buried still under downtown. Yeah. The, the 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 creek so a little bit some of that's a little over my head because it yeah, gets into it sounds like, like they're gonna unearth some like of that water and management and whatnot but make a little boardwalk which is like the coolest part of this Devereux yeah Meadow i was gonna park. try to get to some of the um some of the concept art here 
But uh, but yeah, I I think anything anything you can do to take, you know that the the concrete the sea of concrete there that yes. that, that looks just like an abandoned space yeah. and turn it into um a green space. So so these are some of the proposed designs and and the article mentioned is starting around sometime in 2025 and then completing around like 2027 or something something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but basically they would reroute parts of the stream to kind of flow, um, put a boardwalk in there, make like some, some meadow space. Like it looks, it looks really, it looks really cool. Yeah. So, I'm excited. It looks like it's just like going to be a fun place to maybe meet up with friends and, um, go for a walk or a run and have a picnic or something. It's cool. Cause I feel like this whole warehouse section close to downtown Capitol Boulevard, you know, this other, all these new things are opening up that are cool there that are like kind of changing that landscape, but it still feels like warehousey. Um, like Raleigh Ironworks, if any of you have ever been there, is this like new mixed use space that's really interesting where they put um took down some old warehouse stuff and put in some some new restaurants and um like commercial office space and it's really cool. It has a slide for adults, which is pretty fun. Yeah, are you talking about Raleigh Ironworks? Yeah, yeah. 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 Not too yeah. far from here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that part of downtown Raleigh, that part of Raleigh is really, really beginning to transform. Yeah. So, and I think this, this would, this would be a major, major player in that transformation. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like beautifying and becoming more used. Cause I feel like it was just kind of vacant for a while. So it's nice to see a little bit of life brought into it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it is called Devereaux Meadow, by the way. It confirmed oh, okay. on the title. Very cool. Yeah. You were so right. The baseball field was Devereaux Meadow and the park is going to be called yeah. Devereaux Meadow. As usual, you were you were correct. Yes, um, and this is recorded, so yeah. Come back to that <laughs> statement. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Crystal. Um, Crystal mentioned a minute ago. Um, I'm surprised talking about the the the, the article we just talked about. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't more representation from the RTP area. It seems like the RTP is collectively growing more than Charlotte. Yeah, it, you know, it is it is surprising that and what, yeah. one of the one of the things I don't I don't know if this is true or not, but I. I feel like in in Charlotte you kind of just lump it all together, or in Dallas you kind of lump it all to like some of these like major all the cities. Other suburbs, right? Yeah, you it. just kind of like you know I live in Dallas, or I live in like I I, I don't know. I mean I've never yeah, lived in I Dallas. Know. We but, don't even know the names of the. But you know, in in our area, it's not uncommon for someone to live in Wake Forest and say I live in Wake Forest. Like yeah, they don't they don't not, say I, I live, live in Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah. yeah, or I live in Cary. They don't say I live in Raleigh, and so I wonder if maybe some of that is playing into it. But yeah, I was right. I, I was surprised to not see, you know, Raleigh on the list or um, Fuquay on the list or Cary on the list or anything like that. So that was kind of that was kind of yeah. Um, that was kind of surprising. So trying to catch up on some of these comments. Um, Steven said, not necessarily now, but at some point in the future, it'd be great to point out which areas you concentrate on Raleigh, Durham. So I, I mean, really 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 most of the triangle i would right. say so, so that's going to include anything in wake county which would be you know yeah. raleigh apex Cary, wake forest tally springs uh morrisville uh durham counties mostly just durham hillsboro and orange county's got hillsboro and chapel hill and a little bit of mebbin um yeah. so that's pretty much it uh yeah. but you know there are areas that we outside won't, areas yeah, that, 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 that we typically don't go to um that, that just get a little further a little further out so um if you go really past like south of fuquay we don't go that far right um or south of clayton we don't really go that far so um hopefully hopefully that's hopefully that's helpful yeah. um 
and Miss Tenacious had mentioned um, uh, just being overwhelmed. Yeah, being overwhelmed with the process of selling and then moving across country. Yeah, that is that is that's a stressful. Yeah, it's for a stressful sure. process. So. And what we normally would recommend to someone is you know come visit the area before you make any decisions about if you're going to move here. You know, like obviously like our YouTube videos help are helpful to get a picture, but it's always best to come and like just not even looking at houses so much, but just going to these different suburbs because like we mentioned, like Cary feels similar in a lot of ways to Raleigh and very different in a lot of ways. And so, you know, once you're here, there's so many little towns around the triangle it can give you a good feel for what really feels like home. And then, you know, go back, work on selling your house, then maybe come back this way and rent for a little while while you're figuring that out. Yeah. Yeah. Brent, um, or just the Airbnb short term. Yeah. Airbnb, VRBO. Um, those are, those are some of the most common, paths we've 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 had folks go that kind of alleviate some of that stress so you're not having to sell and buy from afar you kind of get a little bit of a buffer yeah. um zone to and it really ensure that you're making a decision that's not rushed um and and and, and gives you a little bit of breathing room so for sure um hopefully but yeah it is i mean no matter how you slice it or dice it it is a stressful it's a stressful yeah. Moving um, is always hard, even moving within the triangle, you know, moving from one house to another. There's just a lot of part, moving parts. You know? Exactly. So on to the next one. Uh, Bucky's was approved Bucky's. on Monday night by the Mevin City Council. I believe it was a yeah, it was a, a, a unanimous, a unanimous vote, five, uh, five votes for it. Um, it was an eight hour meeting yeah they didn't finish started, until like it was two, two o'clock yeah, in the it was, morning it was 2 a.m when they voted <laughs> that um, just so feels was, like something six, that like sounds like that's government work that only like the president would be doing right like that sounds so serious like we're in the meeting room at 2 a.m you're like thinking about going to war nope just buckies <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it was um they started at 6 uh 6 p.m ended at 2 uh 2 a.m um interesting it took that long though with a unanimous vote well, a lot of it, I mean, they gave the public a chance to, to yeah. talk. And so they gave um, them a long time. There was, yeah, there was a, there was a lot. Oh, it was, people. it was probably like the, uh, maybe a filibuster episode of like Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Yeah. <laughs> With the roller skate yeah. filibuster. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> nearly 1,100 people live streamed the meeting on live. I was actually one of them. Yeah. I, I clicked on the live stream to watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch it. I was not up at, I watched it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I was just curious, you know, what route they would go. I didn't think it was going to go till, till, till 2 AM, but people had some um, strong opinions and they did warranted, I think on both sides, but all in all, you know, definitely going to bring a lot of employment opportunity, a it lot is. of revenue. And so I think that's why I got that unanimous vote at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And you know, when, when, um, th there was actually, there was a really good article on it, um, on, on news and observer and they kind of broke down, um, some of the, um, you know, ha essentially how many people are going to hire 200 and they said at least 225 full-time workers that's will be crazy. employed because that's not um, part-time that's just the full-time side yeah. so you know i feel like they got to have part-time also you know i don't know if bucky's is open 24 7 or, it or is. what I'm pretty, yeah. so that i guess that helps you know but like i mean that's, that's, a, that's like more than people. like walmart you know that's yeah. crazy for a gas station like that's when just, i go to the gas station there's one person inside yeah. and then bucky's is gonna have 225 people yeah, it's crazy wow um, yeah and um and i i don't i don't want to get into 
too much of this because I know I know we've covered it on 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 other ones, but um, like 74, 75,000 square foot store, 120 gas pumps. Um, but I mean, the, I you know when if you're if you're the city council, I mean, when it comes to when it comes to you know voting on something like this, the the important number is is 225 full time. Employees right. That, yeah. And the that, other important number would be it looks like it's going to bring in almost two million dollars in tax revenue. So that's a lot of sales money. Sales tax revenue. Yeah. yeah. Sales, yeah tax, sales revenue. tax revenue. So yeah. I don't know what I don't know how the gas tax gets kind of lumped into that, but that's that's a lot, you know, to bring in for. Yeah. Area, yeah. So. Crystal said it's almost uh, it's almost one person for every <laughs> gas. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. One per pump. <laughs> yeah. 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 One one person per pump. That's funny. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I. It, it, it it honestly it doesn't surprise me that it was that it was um that it was confirmed. I I would have been shocked if if it would have been anything anything other than um than than passing. Yeah, and I think too. it was good probably for the city that it was unanimous as well, and there wasn't you know a lot of like infighting and division among among the city right, council. Right. Um, so I think I think that was probably probably pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let me know if y'all plan to be there on opening day because I do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be there on opening day. I want Zach to wear um beaver teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do <laughs> I'll do I'll do a special a special edition live yeah. <laughs> from Bucky's on opening on opening day. Breaking news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um all right, last article. Um there was I know some sometimes we talk about um, you know, when, when we talk about Clayton, sometimes we talk about how the, the residential, um, part of real estate is far exceeding the commercial space. For sure. Um, so much housing in like the last five to not, I guess about 10 years in Clayton, like just neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood of affordable housing, which was been like just a haven for people to kind of flock to, um, that, you know, it's right next to Raleigh. So it's, it's convenient if you, need to be in Raleigh, but maybe work from home or something. So yeah. that area, especially during the pandemic, when people had that work from home opportunity, it was like, Hey, you know, during the pandemic, at least obviously prices have risen, but we can get in here and like the 300. So it became like the place to place to go. But with all of that, that was there, it would just felt like there wasn't a lot as far as like restaurants and shopping and things like that in Clayton. So we've always kind of said they really need more there. You know, there's a few fast food type places, but it really needs more, more to like help support the massive amount of people that are moving yeah. there. And I, so, so what we're leading to is, is I, I saw an article in the triangle business journal. Um, granted, this is, this is just a rumor at this point, but a, um, the owner of mellow mushroom in the triangle bought some land in Clayton, which, which I, which I think is good because mellow mushroom kind of floats the line of like, it's not like it, it obviously is a chain, but it kind of has like a local flair to yeah, it. As everyone well, feels really different. It does, you know? And it does. each one has its own kind of menu too. So they have similarities, but it definitely, I feel like if it's between mellow mushroom and McDonald's, mellow mushroom feels like uh much more like you feel like you're supporting something more local and obviously it's not fast food, you know? So that's nice just to get something that's not just a drive through. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And their pizza is um, really good. It is. It, 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 yeah, it is good. So I think, I think something, something like that will be, would be beneficial for, for the Clayton area. So yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think, think any, be, any restaurants that can come in the Clayton is going to be beneficial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Sarah, um, Sarah had a good, um, had a good point here. I thought it was really, really valid. So um, going back to Bucky, she said, my hope is that the city will take tax dollars generated and 
um, thoughtfully invest in nice amenities and recreation oh, for the so residents. Nice. Yeah. I, you're yeah. 100% spot on. Because there so. are, you know, there's one really nice um, park and playground area in Mebane. I think it's like Mebane Community Park or I don't, I can't remember the exact name. Yeah, you could probably it, speak on Our kids speak love the splash era, so. pad there. And so that's really nice, but it'd be great to see maybe a little more of that. Some more, there's not much of like a big trail system through Mebane. So it'd be cool to see something yeah. more like that. Yeah, because Mebane, Mebane's invested significantly in their downtown yeah. and it's and it's it's really nice it's, it's such a it's, cute downtown it, it really is there's you know it's always been pretty cute but i feel like they've done a lot in the last five years or so and they're yeah. getting some some pretty good stuff in there good yeah. shops exactly no but that's a that that's a fantastic point sarah so all right rounding out i figured we would end on um mortgage rates so i always like to bring up mortgage rates just give a weekly update High sixes, uh, six point seven, which is roughly where we were last week. So, um, again, I think I think we're probably in a season where these hold steady for for a little while. Um, but it was this time. I know we talked a little bit about this last week, but it was this time last year where they dipped all the way down into the fives. Um, I highly doubt. I highly doubt we'll see that. We'll yeah. see that this year. So hopefully um, this year will be a little less of a interest rate roller coaster ride. Exactly. Um, that nobody wanted a ticket on to. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll see things be a little more stable, but probably in the in that six range. You know, I don't think we should get our hopes up for the fives this year. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, that is all the topics for tonight. I really appreciate y'all joining in. Um, really appreciate the engagement um love all the questions love all the comments yeah rj is um, mentioning some stuff about the history of nascar in north carolina and how um it actually kind of was originally started in uh the hillsboro area you know that we have the okanichi speedway yep and there was a lot of races there with like very well-known race car drivers yeah, and you can still go walk this yeah and there's some the old like abandoned cars there and the old bleachers and snack stands it's like a trail what i feel like hillsboro did such yeah. a great job richard petty that. won the last race ever took place on so that track cool. so and then really it kind of cool. got really shifted cool it's all a, it was a dirt track you know so just a different time but it yeah. got put in charlotte so it'd be interesting if that would have that big of a stadium would have stayed in hillsborough like what the climate of hillsborough would have been so i guess mm. you know in ways i feel like it was a good thing because hillsborough has that small town feel so if you had yeah. that much tourism coming in it would definitely change the landscape of the area yeah. and it would be very loud yeah it would be it would be <laughs> so um yeah 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 it's a really cool it's a really cool yeah. history so if you live so. here and have not gone on a walk around there highly recommend it it is really cool. and it connects into if i'm not if i'm not mistaken and we've never walked this route but i think it connects into the river walk i think you can get to it yeah from the i river think walk. you can i don't think that portion is paved of the river walk but you can connect to it yeah yeah perfect awesome y'all well i hope y'all have a wonderful weekend thank y'all for, for sure. joining us and we will see y'all here next thursday thanks for joining in and this episode was sponsored by Mima and papa downstairs that's true that's true yep that's who we so gotta we gotta you, go Mima relieve and Mima and papa <laughs> our weekly sponsors <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right bye y'all